This is Tales of Swordfall. Episode 2, What to Do with a Sailor. You guys spring out of the sewers, and you're into the market. Uh, there are animal stalls to kind of the southeast view. There are just a mishmash of other merchants uh, to the western, to your left. Uh, the large statue of General Talbot and his uh on his memorial statue looks proud and strong and there are just loads of people all around and everyone who's close by are just kind of staring at you guys giving you a dumbfounded look um ignoring all the people Rothko's going to lean down to Derek his weasel and whisper to him to go to Jasper and let him know we're on the way and to close up the shop I give everyone who's paying attention my most charming smile and say, nothing to worry about here. I try to do the same, but it's not as charming. I glare. <laughs> you glare. Um, uh, that sounds like... Uh, oops. St sorry, Stu, st while everybody else is doing all that, Stu says, oh, I I'm, I'm so sorry. Sorry to disturb you all. The, it, it's fine. Go back to what you're doing. It's it's okay. It's okay. It's just a little dusty down here. That's that's quite all right. Quite all right. We'll, we'll be out of your way in just one moment, okay? I think that you should probably stop talking. And I, one I give that a dirty look. <laughs> one merchant just pipes up, ah, Don't worry about that. I sell all sorts of creatures. I've seen things worse than you. Well, he's not for sale. Well, he talks. Of course he's not. <laughs> as, as Derek runs off. That is the definitive thing here. If, if it talks, it's for sale or not for sale. And if it does not... What? Come on. What kind of logic well, is this? you can't sell sentient creatures, to be fair. That's called slavery where I'm from. That's called slavery here too, folks. I, I'm not sure this is the place for that conversation. Perhaps we should move along, move along, move St along. Standing here is not a good idea. Follow me, and I'm going to head towards Jasper's um, shop. Yep, and your weasel is slipping and sliding through the crowd. That didn't sound right. Anyways, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, what does Jasper's shop... What does Jasper's shop look like? Um, it's a, a simple stall here in the world market. Um, it has a, a wall and a front door. Um, it's filled with potions um, covering all the walls. It's got a simple table in the middle where he mixes um, some potions that people can see through the window. Um, and it does have a back door to it, but it's, it's, it doesn't stand out. Cool. So you get everyone passes by all these stalls. All the merchants, once again, are calling out for people to come, look at their wares. They have wares if you have the coin, etc., etc. Um, and you see everything from swords to cloaks to armor to some very passionate person selling ball barons. Um, 
basically anything you could want or could need, it's in this market. Uh, you start heading sort of to the west. Uh, you get into the shadow of the uh, Divine's Temple, which is just this massively huge... Uh, it's a temple. It's big. It's very tall. Um, it uh, doesn't look too ornate from the outside, but those who ha ever have been in know it's, it's just a very decorated place to all the gods you could ever want that exist in Swordfall. As okay. we're walking, can I, like, start focusing on really wanting a nice pair of silver teeth? Uh, yes, and the compass starts pointing in a direction. I do a smug smile to myself and put the compass away. I see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> you finally make it to the alchemist dolls. And uh, this is kind of in the open-air market. Uh, there are a lot of stalls that are more permanent here. Uh, some of them have, like, fronts where there's actual doors. Some of them are just, like, three walls and an opening. Uh, it really depends what the uh, owner wanted to do or how much they wanted to spend on their shop. Jasper kind of wanted to spend it a little bit more, and, and he's very well established here. Uh, there's... Now, even though his shop doesn't look like much from the front, uh, once you get into the inside, he's he's one of the names that you actually have signs pointing to, along with another guy called, like, Guffus. And, uh, what does the door to this shop look like? Um, he's got a simple red door, but on the front of it, it's got a potion bottle, um, and it says, all are welcome. Um, I'll open up the door and usher everybody in. Um, if there's any customers in there right now, I will quickly get them out. Uh, how tall is how tall is the door? It's it's regular size. Even though Jasper's a, a halfling, he caters to all that come in, so should be able to get through pretty easy. Um, um, I'll get them out, and then since I worked here, I'll lock the door behind us. Is Jasper standing there? Uh, yeah, Jasper is standing there. Uh, Derek is on the counter. Um, there is actually no one. It seems like he. Um, it seems like Derek did his job to convey what was needed. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll shut the door behind us and I'll turn to Jasper. I I don't have a lot of time to explain, but we need to use the shop for a little bit. Uh, there's no one. No one coming after you, is there? No. Do I need to roll deception? Because I don't know if that thing's after us or not. Please roll me deception. He kind of gives you that look of, no, there's probably someone after you. But, you know, he's just like, eh, whatever. It doesn't seem that bad. Um... Okay, come in. Uh, do you need to use the back? Yeah, that would be great. We're we probably going to need your help identifying some stuff, too. Nothing's going to explode, is there? Not this time. Not, not this 
Last time you said that, something exploded. I had to rebuild the shelf. Not technically my fault. I didn't know that that was explosive. Taz is just giving him a, what the <sighs> look. Yeah, come on, in the back, there's the door. You're ruining a great business day. Do you know how many customers came in today? I hope a couple. You didn't have anybody when we got here. I had I had six. So Derek did his job. Good job, Derek. Yeah, good do job, rodent. He kind of shoes Derek off the counter. Look, look, Jasper. I'll pay you back. I'll pay you back. Yeah, like like the last time, and the time before, and the time before, and. uh I'll pull, see, ask uh, Tabby if she'll pull the stuff out of the bag and put it on the counter. Uh, stuff? What stuff? No, I can't. Here, yes, I'll put it on the counter. No, you can take it out in the back. And he, he pulls, like, the beads or whatever that are separating the front room and the back room. So you guys are away from the windows. And he motions for everyone to get back there. Yes, a more so secure location would probably be a very wise idea. It is very, very nice to meet your acquaintance, Master Jeremy, and Stu bows very low. It's, it's, I have been interested in your wares for a very long time. It is very nice to finally be invited into your establishment. The pirate's still with you, right? Yep. Yep. Ray's got them. Yeah. He looks at the tied-up man, looks at everyone else, Shakes his head, and Roscoe, you know you're gonna get like hell for this later. But right now, he knows that you're meaning business, so he's just kind of like, whatever your kinks. <laughs> I, I, I'm hoping his curiosity when he sees the tapestries, the the chests, will overcome that, and maybe he'll forget about that. <laughs> forget about the tied up pirate in your presence. Yeah. yeah. What are we doing with the tied-up pirates, anyways? Uh, you're gonna, like, let go of the tied-up pirate, he says the tied-up pirate. we're gonna turn the tied-up pirate in for some money. I second that. That's why I've been keeping him around. There are more questions than money. What? Do money to who? To the... No. <laughs> he knows too much. He's seen too much. He knows our faces. We don't want that. He didn't do anything technically illegal. No, but he will tell others what what we have found here today. And if, he will try to take. If you're going to kill a person, you're, you're not going to do it in the back of my shop. Maybe we They're should... We're not going to kill him because he won't say anything. And Taz just flips her knife and glares at him. We could take his eyes and cut his tongue out. Perhaps this is uh, the not the right place to have this conversation. Yes, perhaps we should uh, move into the back room and and um, and uh, establish uh, uh, what we're going to do later. And and maybe we'll look at all of the the, the wonderful uh, bounty that we have brought with us. Yes, I still vote we feed him to Flea. Just my. Oh. Yes, Blaine would like him. He is probably delicious. He's a cook, after all. He probably is quite seasoned. I give him a quick play bite on his arm. <laughs> Does he taste like chicken? A little bit. Enough. Alright, well, there is a reward out for 
the Captain Nolander, and he's part of the Captain Nolander's crew, so I still think we can get paid for him. I don't really care about the money. We have enough stuff here, don't you think? Yeah, but I don't really want to kill him if we don't have to. I think he'll be more trouble than what he's worth. While they're talking about the pirate, I'm going to start unrolling the tapestries and try to get Jasper's attention. Uh, yeah, Jasper's just trying to ignore the conversation. And you just hear under his breath, I'm not going to be an accessory to anything they're doing. And uh, he, he starts looking at the uh, tapestries. Very well. I guess we'll start opening boxes. Uh, how many boxes do we have in total? Um, I think uh, everyone basically grabbed one, right? Yeah, I counted in my head before we left. We have them all. There were six, right? Yep. Okay, so I put all six out in front of us. Plus the two we found behind the tapestry, too. Plus the two that we found behind the tapestry. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and I have the two from behind the tapestry, so I... Yep. Well, you have the boxes, and there's, like, two others that were behind the tapestry. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. So um, we have, like, eight. Yeah. So, everyone roll me uh, 1d100. Ooh. I got 403. Yep, 403. Yep, 403. Uh, that's what you had to split amongst each other. And for the two other... You get an extra 237. Is that just in straight? Is that just it's all just gold or it's uh, jewelry or what? I know you just, said there were two things in the chest that were magical. Yep. Uh, so that's just for the gold. So that works out to 106 a piece. Cool. Sweet. And let me double check on how much of the jewels that you get. Um, yeah, you get five gold worth of gems. So they're probably teeny. So um, Lucy pulled Lucy pulled out her two boxes with the magic items in them that mm -hmm. I that I successfully detected. If I open those, what is in those? It was uh, a pearl and a glass orb. Yeah, okay. Jasper looks at them. Ah, that's a nice drift globe you have there. A what now? Drift globe. It's a uh, uh, it's it's hard to explain. Uh, and he uh, says a magic word, and it lifts up, and it lights up. Oh, it's a light. Yeah. Not that hard to explain. <laughs> and, and the pearl? Uh, have you checked for magic? A raid cast attack magic and the pearl lit up. I didn't tell anybody that. Yeah. I know, but... Oh, okay. Lucy yeah. knows that. Taz doesn't. So he's asking us if we detected magic on it? Yeah. I say, uh, yes, can you identify it? Yeah, it's probably a pearl of power. You see these, um, like, a dozen times. And he's treating it like it's not a big deal. Uh, uncle... Can you tell us about the scene that's played out on these tapestries? 
Uh, yeah, let me let me look here. Ah, ah. Those those are uh, the puzzle pieces of a uh, Tal Sadar. Collect them. Apparently, you get a wish uh, when you open up its tomb. So let's say. Oh, Long Whiskers was right. Tal Sadar is a thing. If you found a couple of those, would that be good or bad? That'd be good until like somebody tried to murder you over it, and uh, he points to the murder thing. I, you're probably not the only ones looking for them. Out of curiosity, do you know where the next, where some would be? Hey, it would be uh, let's see if I remember here. Uh, each one has a word to them, uh, and that one leads to the next one. Oh. Okay. Except for the first one, that will just let you see the next one. But it looks like you don't have a uh, number one here. You have like he he looks uh seven and eight. Interesting. Hmm. What color was the first stone? I know what the second color was, but um, they're all they're all violet. They all kind of match. I hope that was the color I assigned to it. Well, the second one was violet. I just didn't know if the first one was violet too. Okay. I didn't know if we were doing the uh, Infinity Gauntlet or not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Tales of Swordfall. Please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe.